okay, this has got to be really tough. And I'm sure that if you've been in a situation like this before, you may know how to handle this better than we even do, right? But I'm sure that blending families is hard when you've got kids on both sides. But what him and his wife are going through right now, I don't know how you resolve this when it's not really, quote unquote, your kids. I know, I know, but you get the principle of what I'm saying here, right? I think any parent's going to be able to help understand this today as we get into Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy. Yes, today is the 20, no, today is the 30th of March. This is our daily podcast. It's based in three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Let me tell you something you absolutely should not do. And that's look at the ashes of your dead dog. Terrible idea, by the way. Mm. Terrible idea. Man, that was so emotional. We haven't had a chance to talk about it this week yet. You know, I was telling you last week that I was kind of debating. Maybe it was a week before I was telling you I was kind of debating on this box. I get Kiki's remains back and they're sitting here. And I, and the second I talked about this and I was kind of like, I'm not going to mention this because it sounds crazy. And I understand mm-hmm. that it sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm not going to mention the fact that like, I am like really hesitant to believe that Kiki's ashes could actually be inside this box. And I looked at the box like a hundred times and there's no way to open it. And like when you shake it, nothing really happens. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm skeptical about this. Mm-hmm. So I decided to bring it up on the radio show and a couple of different, because obviously there's so many people listening. You never know who's going to listen. And uh, a couple of different vet people reached out to me and were like, Hey, those, yeah, they, they open, you just have to slide open the bottom. And I came back home and I looked at it. I'm like, no, the bottom, let me grab it. Um, the bottom doesn't open. Like I, I like looked around and then a, a girl sent me a, a DM and she's like, Oh no, look right here. This, this part slides off. Cause she works for a vet that has the same cremation company, I guess. Uh-huh. And so you slide, slide it from the bottom mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. So I opened it up and inside there was, well, I can open up right now. Um, there's a, there's a little like velvet, I don't know if it's velvet. There's a bag in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and I'm like, okay. I was like, am I ready to do this? Like, am I ready to see what's really inside? Like this, this blue bag. Cause I could stop right now. But of course, then of course my curiosity is just peaked at this point. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to open it up, man. And it is weird. It is really weird. It is way harder than I thought it was going to be mm. to look at your, and this is, I'm sure probably how you feel if somebody that you love passes to, and if you were to keep their ashes, you probably feel the same way. Uh, it is, it's weird. It's a mm-hmm. tiny little bag of like just ash and like bone and like, it's just mm-hmm. weird. It was, I was not even just thinking about it right now. It's like making me emotional thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very, very tough. Uh, to, and I don't even know why it's so tough. I'm not, I'm, it's not like I didn't, I didn't think she was like alive in there. I didn't think she's going to pop out and like, you know, look at my face, mm-hmm. but I just think that like the idea of like seeing it mm-hmm. is really way trickier than the idea of just imagining that her ashes are in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mom, you deal with death all the time. And so this may not mm-hmm. be as normal to you. I mean, as abnormal to you, uh, but I'm sure you've dealt with like a lot of cremations and stuff like that. But I don't know if ever, anybody ever like looks to see what that actually is, is happening on the inside of their urns. And uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a bizarre experience. Have you done that before? Have you ever like taken the time to look at 
because again, my mom, yeah. in case you don't know, my mom is a, is a preacher for lack of better terms, <laughs> and uh, she uh, she's done plenty of funerals, and so mm-hmm. death to you is kind of just part of the job, part of life. Yeah. Um. No, I honestly have never seen cremains, but I I know that they're exactly. Do you call them cremains. Uh huh. Is that what they're called, or did you make uh-huh. that up? No, that's what they're called. Like like cremation remains or cremains. Uh huh. I think you made that up. Oh, well, let me let me look this up. That's Hang what on. we call it in the church. That, that's really that's really cool of it. It's uh, mm-hmm. cremains. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a, a person's cremated remains. There you go. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, death to me is a part of life, and um, you know. I mean, it just is. It's, you know, it's why we remember on Ash Wednesday in, in the church, and we, you know, impose ashes on people's foreheads. Yeah, but Ash Wednesday is to like... Ashes, dust <laughs> to dust. That's like charcoal, okay? That's like charcoal. Um, <laughs> well, it's palms. Yeah, it's, it's, it's palms. not real. It's not It's not your dead dog. It's not. Um, <laughs> no, you're exactly. putting on your... But I'm saying that's how I feel about death. So having having those feelings, you know, helps me. I don't know if you've ever done that before. I'd love to talk to somebody that's also looked at their. I mean, some people take people's ashes and they sprinkle them, you know, Correct. and they put them places. Oh, yeah. So I know that there's, it's not like an abnormal thing to do. No. But man, it was. I will never open that urn up ever again. And then I felt mm-hmm. like her like, spirit, like, like for like three days, I'm like, I bet Kiki's like haunting me right now. Like she didn't want that thing open, and now she's pissed or something. <laughs> like, and it went wrong. I was like, oh god, it's Kiki. It's Kiki. She's out to get me now. I'm not. I'm not doing well. I'm having a very bizarre grieving process with Kiki. It's a very like I'm just being weird. I, I know I'm being weird. <laughs> like I said, like I've never kept my house cleaner than I have right now. And I mm-hmm. have to assume there has to be some type of grieving something, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure why. Mm-hmm. But I just am very like, you know, like even like the doubting that her ashes are in there. Like, what? Why? Why did I doubt that? Like, why did I? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, uh, the, the moral of the story is that absolutely your pets remains are in there and you probably don't want to see them. So just don't do that. Or probably your parents or whoever else you may have in your house. Just leave them, <laughs> leave them alone. Um, I want to play something for you that I saw on TikTok because the first purpose people that I thought about was you guys when I saw this. And I was like, for we may, if everybody will get behind what I'm about to play for you right now, we could change the face of this podcast forever <laughs> this could be we could literally y'all i could be retired i could literally retire hmm. if y'all would just just if you'll just follow the instructions that you're about to hear on this tiktok we could literally we as a group collectively we could I, I possibly all retire i'll take some of you guys with me like i'll, <laughs> I'll retire a couple of you guys with me because i think we can make so much money doing this Mm. That like this could be the this could this could be the the plan that we've been waiting for. You ever found something on TikTok and it completely changed your life? I've learned so many things on TikTok, <laughs> like things that I never even knew before. And I'm like, I need to save that. I need to like remember how to do that. You know, things I just mm. didn't. And of course, now you're gonna ask me for an example. And I'm not gonna be able to give you one, even though I said it changed my life. So it's really <laughs> a terrible setup for that. But just know in my spirit, there's something I'm sure that I saw that changed my life. All right, listen. I want you to listen to this. Uh, and I don't know who this guy is. I have no idea who this guy is. Uh, but listen, listen. To this plan of when he met Gary V. Mom, do you know who you we've talked about Gary V before? Do you mm-hmm. remember who Gary V is? Mm-hmm. He's just like a he's like an entrepreneur. 
Yeah. Um, motivational speaker, I guess right. you could say. Okay, yeah. so this is this is a guy now speaking that had met Gary V. So this is what he said he learned. Listen, when I met Gary V, Gary tells me you got to make a podcast. I'm like, there's two hundred thousand podcasts, Gary. Why would I do that? And he convinced me why. I will invest money in the podcast if I can get two people by the end of the year that will tell two people you have to listen to David Meltzer. Why? Because I was 50 years old. If I can get two people a year that will get you two people a year by the time I'm 70. I'll have 2 million people getting me 2 million people a year. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. Okay. Hang on. It's the Elmer scheme. This is not, this is not that hard. What the hell have y'all been doing? I'm busting my ass waking up at three o'clock in the morning for what? All we have to do is just get two people to tell two people. And I can, I can, have, I can have 10 million people listening to this show. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is that all this takes? Is that all we've been doing wrong? Wow. Because y'all aren't telling people to listen to this damn podcast. <laughs> that man's 50. I got 10 years. So I could be done by 60. <laughs> I could have 2 million people by 60, by literally by 60 years old, 65 years old, if we were to, 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 get, our, to get our act right over here. So are you challenging us to do that? I'm just, I'm just going to remind you this. And then seeing that in all seriousness, seeing that reminded me that I want to remind you that your um, very tired podcast host, um, <laughs> Would love to make this his full time endeavor, mm. and um, honestly, so I had somebody. I've actually had a couple of people come to me and say, "Let me, let me market your podcast. Let me help with your podcast. I can get get the word out about there." But what I tell them, and I'll and I'll say this till the end of time: the absolute best way to get people to listen to a podcast is recommendation. Sure. Like I guarantee you, like like look at your podcast list. I guarantee you that the people that you listen to and subscribe to were either probably somebody you already knew, right? Mm -hmm. Like me, you may have known mm -hmm. me from the radio mm -hmm. or it was some, a podcast that somebody else told you about. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that's really how it is. Very rarely do people just scroll through, you know, social media, see an ad for a podcast and say, I need to listen to that. Mm -hmm. That's also, right. A lot of people may search out like certain niches, like you may want a dating podcast, you may be able to find mm -hmm. that. But even that is super hard to find, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's hard to like narrow it down to like the exact podcast you would want to listen to. Because as we know, I mean, the, the main reason that that you are here most likely is because you and I have already built a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like That's we exactly are probably right. somewhat friends at this point. Mm -hmm. By the time you get to this, to the podcast, you're already, you already like know me, mm -hmm. you know about me. You know, I, I, I've seen my mom and my family at this point, but uh, it really comes from people pitching the podcast. And so listen, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But if you would like to, like, if you would like to help my mental sanity, just, just by, by listening to that, I was like, my mind was like, was blown. I was like, wait. And help me retire by 50. <laughs> Kiki's ghost. Did you hear this? We could, we could literally, all it takes is just two people telling two people. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. So just, just your friendly, your friendly reminder. I don't, I don't try to harass y'all too much about that, but just, I saw that and I said, you know what? Maybe if one person hears this and just – or two people hear this and just tell two people, mm -hmm. maybe I could retire in a couple of years. So, you know, yeah. just know that's how your your favorite and, – and, and notice that too though. Notice your podcast. And, and I, honestly, that might be an interesting research for me to do is like the podcast that you do listen to, how did you find out about them? Because I guarantee you, most of them again probably came from either mm -hmm. recommendation or it came from somebody you already knew. They just you found out how to podcast. Word of mouth is always the best advertisement. Yes. And anything and everything.
It just is because people that you know and trust are recommending things. Yep. Yeah. So um, hopefully they'll shout us out. That's, please that's do. Great. Just keep it in mind. Yeah. Somebody's talking about getting a new podcast. <laughs> my mom is uh, my mom's having kind of a shitty day, and I feel like we could uh, <laughs> we could talk about this because you're entering into man. Nobody likes to go through what you're going through right now. <laughs> nobody likes to go through this. And at one point in your life, we're all going to have to go through this. Probably you're, you you get this urge to help your body out, but by <laughs> doing that, you know it's going to come with some uh, you know mm-hmm. some issues. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. What what do you what's what's happening? What's so shitty today, Mom? <laughs> what an appropriate term. So you know, I've talked about going to a new functional medicine doctor and chiropractor, right? Yeah. And so one of the things that we're doing, in addition to the four things that I do when I'm there <laughs> on the machines, which is a lot, I'm usually there for an hour and a half, two hours, um, is a detox. Oh, so I wasn't really sure. I mean, I've done them before, but I was like, okay, this is a different type than I've done before. So sure, I'll try it because he says we need a benchmark of where you really are. So we need to detox you. He was not excited that I'd had five COVID vaccines. He was like, "Mm, (laughs) no. That is a lot. That would seem like a lot of of COVID vaccines. (laughs) Considering he believes in none. But we won't get into that. So anyway, so I've been detoxing, quote unquote, since Sunday. And now today, this is, as we're recording, this is Wednesday. And um, it's just really kicking in now. (laughs) (laughs) Or I should say kicking out. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's tough. Oh, boy. And I can eat raw vegetables or I can eat lightly steamed vegetables with, you know, just Redmond salt. And that's all fine and well, too. But the more you add, uh (laughs) uh-oh, so (laughs) the more that has to come out. So what? how long are you supposed to be going through this? How long do you have to do this for? Seven days. (sighs) Yeah. Seven days is a long time, though, to be detoxing Mm. like that. I miss my food. I miss food. Yeah. And I miss sitting down. For meal. Like I sit down at the table and I have my drink with Jim. I'm like, hmm. So, you know, I made a salad one night, but it's all raw. And so I was like, hmm, I'm sitting there just, you know, eating my spinach, eating my carrots, eating my celery. I forgot what all I had that night. But anyway, I paid for that meal. Hmm. (laughs) Lesson learned. So because I'm not hungry, I'm really not that hungry. I was a little hungrier couple of days ago. Yeah. But now it's to the point that I'm really not that hungry. So I'm saying, eh, maybe I'm good. I mean, this does have a lot of vitamins and good things in it for you. And you don't take any of the things you're accustomed to. And, you know, I'm drinking tons of water. So I'm just hoping that this will serve me well. And we can see what I really want is to check out all of my, you know, my blood work to see where right. I am and what nutrients I might need and am I and should I be a pescatarian or you know do I need to eat something different I mean I just mm. need to know that this is my healthy 70s phase I was gonna say you only got so. a few more years what you <laughs> like yeah but you the want damage to is be, done at this point right no no <laughs> uh, it's never too late and I've and I've lived a pretty healthy lifestyle especially in the last 10 years 
Um, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I would say all things considered, you're doing pretty well, but I understand too, how like throwing off like your, anybody that's it's any of these, like I have to eat different. It's like the toughest thing in the world. Right. (laughs) And this actually, I was, I didn't plan on talking about this, but we can bring this up and see maybe there's somebody else that has been, been through this before I'm considering doing intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. and I, Every day consider it, and then every day I don't do it. <laughs> and I've been considering this every day now for about three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Hula, if you can remember early episodes, Hula from San Diego is a radio personality in San Diego. He went through and he lost like 100 pounds. And he, he had 100 pounds to lose. Yeah. Uh, I don't have 100 pounds. I, I have probably 10, 15, 20 pounds. Okay. Um, but I, um, I've always wondered. I've had friends that go through it. But apparently intermittent fasting, and in case you don't know what intermittent fasting is, there's different versions of it. But the, the way that I would do it would be basically you have an eight hour window that you can eat mm-hmm. and then you don't eat for uh what is that eight uh, whatever up 24 to, minus eight to, is up to 16, 16 hours yeah so 16 you don't eat 16 hours you eat eight and in that in eight mm-hmm. you can just eat basically it's not eat whatever you want but you don't have to like really think about they're saying you don't have to like count calories and stuff when you intermittent fast basically it's just like you eat you what can, you want for eight hours and yeah, then you and don't then eat anything. Don't eat anything for 16, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I – so I started thinking about like my, with my schedule how that would work mm-hmm. uh, because they say also this is not just good for just losing weight. Uh, they say this is also good for uh, your sleep schedule too. Like apparently you sleep so much more sound when you fast. And I'm like, well, damn, you know, I've been trying to sleep better. And mm-hmm. I wonder if this could knock out two burns with one stone because mm-hmm. realistically I don't want to have to be taking something every night for the rest of my life to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I – Every day I wake up and consider, but then I start thinking about the schedule. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So if I start eating at 5.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. um, let's just say six for easy math here because I don't know how the math is. <laughs> six plus eight would be uh, two, right? So basically mm-hmm. I'd have to like – I guess the idea would be I'd eat breakfast like right before the morning show. And then I would just eat a shit ton during the morning show. <laughs> oh gosh! Like I just I have to like eat. You can possibly eat enough and do your show. I know. I basically have to like, have to, like eat like throughout the show, and then like, probably have lunch like right after the show, basically at ten ten thirty, mm. and then come home and like by you know I usually get home around maybe between twelve and one. I gotta eat dinner, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, what? <laughs> well, you can <laughs> like, eat your breakfast. During the show time, whatever you eat for breakfast, it's usually just a protein bar anyway, isn't well, no, it? Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Oats. Like, But then what do you do? The re- I, just, I just feel like, wait, what? Like, that's just, <laughs> I feel like I'd be starving. Mm. I feel like I'd be starving. I'm like, eat, eat lunch at 10 o'clock in the morning. I just, I feel like this doesn't make logical sense. But uh, it's one of those things that I'm, I'm considering trying. If you've done it before and you've got something great to say about it, we'd love to hear that story. Or maybe something terrible to say about it. <laughs> Mom, you've done, you've done some kind of fasting before, but not like intermittent fasting, right? Well, I have done intermittent fasting. I, I've and done what'd it you think about a lot. It? But what, what my deal is, is I will eat between like 11 and 7. Okay. That's my eight hours. Okay. And so then after seven, that's my dinner, right? Yeah. But my dinner has to be at 1.30 p.m. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm struggling yeah. with. I'm like, wait, this doesn't, this wouldn't really work because there's no way I can do the radio show without eating. It's just not possible. I'd be so yeah, grumpy. I'm not hungry in the morning, but I, but I do know one thing. I do have, I do have my coffee, which is either decaf or half calf. Yeah. And I'm not sure that's not cheating, but. I may be breaking my fast like at eight o'clock. Um, um, I don't know if you if you if, sure. if you've been through it before. Let me know because I'm, I'm considering again. I wake up every day with like oh, I should try that today, and I have not. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll do our quote for today, Mom. Okay, 
It is from a minister and columnist named Frank Crane, whom I'm not familiar with. Nobody grows old merely by living a number of years. We grow old by deserting our ideals. Years may wrinkle the skin, but to give up enthusiasm wrinkles the soul. (laughs) Yeah, I'm all about it. Here in my healthy 70s decade, you know, you got to have that, all your toxins out over here. That's right. Exactly. You know, I, I do think there's a lot to be said for that. It's about your mind. I mean, how do you feel? Like, I don't feel 70 for sure. Um, even though some of these markers are telling me that I definitely am, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I'm hoping to improve, but Nonetheless, I do think it's your zest for life that makes the difference in your life. You know, when you lose interest in anything, you know, if you don't have if you don't have interest, if you don't have friends, if you don't have things to do that you enjoy in your life, then you get old really quick. But if you know, if you're enthusiastic and you're out there and you know, getting some exercise and eating right and doing all the things we should do at any age, then I think you should be happy and healthy. I'll tell you one thing that will age you faster than anything is to work with a bunch of 20-year-olds. Oh, god! Nothing will make you more confused on what's happening with the world <laughs> than working with a bunch of 20-year-olds. Because <laughs> most people that work on my show are like 20, Jess is 29, Hassan's 29. And like, I'm always like, wait, what? Like, I don't know half these artists are talking about anymore. I'm like, what? And I'm sure you have kids. It's got to be the same thing, especially teenagers. I'm sure you got to be like, what in the hell <laughs> is happening? Listen to this, though. I found this today, too. Survey reveals that 46% of millennials and 40% of Gen Z feel older than their actual age. Oh. How about that? They're growing uh, up how- faster. However, though, on the contrary, as many as 82% of Gen X, which is 41 and above, feel like their own age or even younger. Hmm. Isn't that, isn't that interesting though? Yeah. Like we as the younger generation are feeling older, they're mm-hmm. feeling younger. And I, I'm, I'm trying to see as I'm, I'm scanning through this survey to figure out why that is. Uh, it says Gen X uh, audience understands their bodies, lifestyles and needs with 82% of them feeling their age or younger, 40%. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out why it is. I am. Um, well, I think, you know, one thing is that, you know, we live in a more stressful time now. And, yeah, and I think are, I honestly. Kids slash people are having to grow up earlier because you're exposed to so much. Well, not only that, but you guys could buy a house for like $40,000. That's true. I mean, to be fair, I do think life was a little bit easier for you guys than it was mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. And you may be like, well, your salaries are bigger now. Well, yeah, but like we couldn't, like life is so freaking expensive. But the stress that you're putting on yourselves yeah. is a lot greater too. Yeah, I would almost argue that life is so much harder. Maybe that's why we feel older is because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm 40. I don't own a house. I did at one point, but I don't own a house. I don't like, and like, honestly, I, I don't, I mean, I could buy a house now, but I mean, a lot of us can't, you know, the only reason right. I can, honestly, the only reason I could really afford a house right now is because I sold my California house. If I didn't have that house before and I, you know, right. houses are a gajillion dollars now. Like, like yeah. your standard house is like $700,000 or something. It's like, mm-hmm. what in the world? So I feel like that's why this life has been like so chaotic. Now keep in mind too, I read this, this is like something Miguel posted, that's uh, my old radio co-host. Uh, a couple of months ago, which I found really interesting about why we maybe feel older is because 
keep in mind, like we also didn't really have the same career path that most Gen X's did. Hmm. Like That's we, for sure. we, you know, we started our careers in like the economic tumble of 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. And so, and nothing has really quite been the same since then. Mm-hmm. So we were promised go to college, mm-hmm. get out, start your mm-hmm. career, go work at a company for 30 years. Right. But now it's, I mean, I just saw that today Disney's making more, more cuts, cutbacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, those days are not promised. We're, if we get a couple of years at a business, we're pretty lucky, I'd say. Yeah. And that's not even just radio. Before it used to be a radio thing. It used to feel like so weird because a lot of people would just, you know, have the same jobs. And now it just feels like everything is just making cuts, 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 mm-hmm. you know? It's true. Well, it's, it, it, it is, is different. It is a more challenging time. There's yeah. no question about it. And yeah, I mean, nobody works with the same company forever anymore. No, I mean, I don't know anybody who does that. It's you different. Know, and, and in our day and age, we just hope to get established with a good company and stay there forever. You know? Because I, and we can talk about this on the Certified Fans page. Um, I would really be curious, do you feel your age? Mm. Like, do you feel, you know, do you feel younger? Mm-hmm. I, I feel way more tired than I feel like I should feel at 40. Mm. I just feel like I've been through so much shit that I'm just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, just life is tough. It's it's hard. It's hard. It All right. Today's podcast sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, this is the kind of stuff, man, you can go talk through at BetterHelp. This is it. <laughs> Talking about life because it is hard. And there's not really a playbook for any of this. You have to just kind of like figure it out yourself, right? That's well, right. the thing is, is you're kind of figuring yourself out. You can be doing that with a qualified therapist. And that's why I recommend BetterHelp when it comes to any type of therapy. I've so enjoyed using BetterHelp. I will use BetterHelp probably to the day I die because I just think it's such a valuable tool of understanding myself and getting to know like in hard times, it's great. But even like when it's not hard times, I mean, when, when I'm not in crisis, I can then go back and kind of work on myself and things that have been pushed under the rug for so many years, you know, mm-hmm. learning Do more about fine it. fine tuning. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about starting therapy, hopefully you'll, you'll give BetterHelp a try. And it's all online, so it's really easy and it's convenient and it can fit your schedule. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Kramer to save 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. Today's podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Paired App. Paired App's cool because you can basically connect with your partner a whole lot easier than this part is easier. Back in the day, if you wanted to connect with your partner, you had to send them a, a letter in the mail. You had to send them a smoke signal, however you kids used to flirt back in the day, Mom. But uh, oh, not anymore. <laughs> the app called Paired is really easy. It's it's it, a relationship app for couples. And what you do is you and your partner download the app and you pair them together. And then Paired gives you questions and quizzes and games to have fun and stay connected and deepen your conversation. Mom, what have you and Dad learned by using Paired? And we've learned a lot of fun things about each other and some that we know we wouldn't have known about, um, you know, things that from our past that we would have never asked the questions about, uh, things about our emotional well-being um, that we just wouldn't have asked the question, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. Um, it's, it's there are some fun things and there are some more serious things. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be about. It's like, yeah, yeah. you have fun, but you kind of deepen your relationship through yeah, conversation. And, sure. 
I think you'll enjoy it. Whether you've been on just a couple of dates or maybe you've been together for a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash Kramer to get a seven-day free trial if you sign up. And then you also get um, uh, 25% off your subscription if you decide to stay. Seven-day free trial, 25% off if you decide to stay. P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer to sign up today. You can connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. Okay, certified fans, thank you so much for your help with uh, putting this podcast together. In case you don't know what certified fans are, these are people that contribute $6 a month to our show. And uh, it's it, it's easy. You just Signing up takes two seconds. What I say is if this podcast means something to you, consider us like street performers, basically. You'll see us, you know. <laughs> You just throw, basically throw a couple bucks in our hat and we'll be able to keep on performing for you. And that's really the case is how it works is, you know, this is, this podcast is surprisingly expensive to produce mm-hmm. and we're able to do it though, because all of us just chip in a couple bucks and then it's doable. And so if you're a certified fan, you also get a bunch of perks too. One of those, of course, is getting a, a shout out on the podcast, but you also get discounts and you get um, first, you know, exclusives and everything else. So uh, thank you for all of our certified fans. But what we do though is, of course, when you do join, you get an episode dedicated to you. When we don't have anybody new, what we do is spin our wheel of certified fans. There was a little discrepancy that I just want to clear up really quick. Um, this is a complete random spin of a wheel. And I, you know, we don't play favorites. Um, I don't, this is just a website called pickerwheel.com to be completely honest with you. I don't have like a real prize wheel in here, but it has all of your numbers on it. And I just, all I do is spin it and then we just, you know, figure out what number that is and we shout that person out. So I don't want anybody to get their feelings hurt. If we haven't shouted you out yet, I promise it's just the spin of pickerwheel.com. Um, certified fan number 130 is our certified fan of the day. So today we say thank you so much to Isabel V. Isabel, how are you? Beautiful name. I love that name. Isabel, you've been with us now for a while, haven't you? You've been with us since the 16th of June of 2020. So thank you so much Mm -hmm. for continuing to support Certified Mama's Boy. That is such a treat for us that uh, knowing that you've been that long, we're on our third year, you know, and you're almost Mm -hmm. on your third year being a certified fan. So we appreciate you. We shout you out because we hope you're having a great day. uh, Just a lot of love and a lot of appreciation going out to you all the way in Vista, California. We love you. 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 <laughs> Isabel V in Vista. Let's give her a shout out, mom. Whoop, whoop to Isabel V in California. So glad you're here. Thank you. If you would like to become a certified fan and support our show on this last day, today is the last day of the month, right? Or is mm-hmm. yesterday the last day of the month? Today is no. April 1st, right? No, it's the 30th. Today is the 30th? Uh-huh. I thought it was... You know, record this show a day early, so I'm and always my like, computer's wait. computer's correct. Okay, so there's one more day this month. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, there's, there's two more days two. this month. Mm-hmm. Well, Lord of mercy. All right, mm-hmm. well, there you go. Um, <laughs> so we still got time to, uh-huh. to get something for March. Mm-hmm. Uh, and April, we'll start with our whole no- another goal. You know, I was thinking about, and this, is, this might sound crazy, but maybe if y'all get behind me and say we can do this and we can do this. You know, we have about 400 and what, what do we say, 465, 465 certified fans, mm-hmm. um, 466. Would it be crazy to try to aim for five for 500 by the end of the year? That'd be way more than three a month, though, is the problem. Hmm. Why not? <sighs> yeah. It's good to have a goal. It'd be 35 more people. Yeah. And we have how many months left in the year? Nine. 
What's nine divided by 35? That'd be, that'd be, that'd be four people a month, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's doable. Yeah, I think it's so. doable. It's doable. Okay. So that's going to be my ultimate goal. If we can get to 500 by the end of the year, I'll feel really, really good about that. Mm-hmm. So consider, hopefully you'll consider it again. You know, I get it. It's six bucks a month. If you can't do it, I don't want you to feel pressured. But if you want to help us get to that goal of 500, that would actually really financially set us up well going into the next year because everything's just getting so expensive. Yeah, that would be exciting. It's getting so painfully expensive. So, um, yeah, text us, F-A-N-S, text the word FANS to 888-Kramer8 or join us over in the show notes. We will now do a segment called Ask My Mom. This is an advice segment that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. How this works is if you ever have a dilemma that you want to be discussed by a real-life mom, all you have to do is go to certifiedmamasboy.com. You submit your story under Contact Us, and you can uh, tell us everything. We'll keep you anonymous. My mom has been a mom now for 43 years. We'll read your message and give you your best advice. We then will hop in and then we will also try to, uh, we as, as your podcast family and give you our advice as well. So what's happening today, mom? Dear Mama Nancy, my wife and I have a newly blended family. She brought two kids from her relationship and I have three from a previous marriage. We have no kids together but I keep teasing her that we need to have one so we can have our own Brady Bunch of six kids. We love all the kids, and the kids really do get along well. But we are starting to run into problems. She and her husband had very different ways of raising their kids than my wife and I had. She never raises her voice, reasons with the kids, and rarely punishes them for anything. I am a lot more strict and set definite boundaries and consequences if kids step over the line. Now it's a problem because my kids think I'm a jerk because she's such a nice parent. And whenever I try to put a little discipline in place with her kids, she tells me to back off. We can't keep doing this because I can see it's going to end up in a really bad situation. The problem is she refuses to change how she parents her kids, and I refuse to change my standards with my kids. Came to a head on Thursday. Her kid broke some things in my office and blamed it on one of my kids. I know her kid is lying because I have it on video, but she refuses to challenge the kid because she doesn't think it's respectful. I need to look out for my kid. I'm not going to punish him but it's just not fair that he takes the blame for something he didn't do. What do I do about this situation? That's a lot. That's a lot. And quite honestly, I I do think you need to speak to a professional about this because that's a really, that's a really big challenge when you're parenting five kids and have such different styles and blended families I mean, Jim and I had different styles of, dis- of discipline, disciplining, but we weren't a blended family. Right. <laughs> and that makes a big difference, I think. Um, so I would say that, yeah, you need to get some help. And I hope that you're not, that you're only referring to the kids as your kids, her kids, um, out of clarification and that you really are both trying to accept all your kids as your own. Um, 
And I think I, I think it, it it probably is for clarification because it would be confusing otherwise. But I don't know. I know there are a lot of blended families out there, and I'm sure that we have a lot of good feedback out there from those who've done this. But I think um, I think I would recommend professional help because it sounds like you both have drawn a line in the sand and don't seem to want to compromise. And I can't see this working long term. I've, you know, honestly, it's like one of my biggest fears with having marrying a or being with a woman that has kids because I don't really know how this works. I don't know how. And I would also hate to feel like you're feeling, which is like, like being in a household, but, but feeling like you really can't run the house Mm -hmm. because you're like, well, I'm not technically like your guardian, I guess, you know, like I'm not really technically. Two kids get treated differently than the other three. Yeah. That's very confusing. Um, I can tell you that I, and I won't use names here, but I knew, I knew a couple one time that they both had like problem child children. Right. Mm -hmm. And it just got to a point where like they couldn't even talk to each other because it was almost like, like for example, like Kiki shits everywhere, right? When she was alive, she used to shit everywhere. But like she's my dog, and so like I was like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, you know. But it's my dog. Like if you walk to my house, he's all my do- dog shit on the floor. You'd be like, what the hell, right? Mm. So, but like when it's your when it's your person, your creature, you see it like in a different way. And it gets so bad between the two of them, they couldn't even really talk. Like they, 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 they created a rule basically where you're not allowed to talk to me about about how I raise my own kid, even though we all live in the same house. Like you're not allowed to talk to me about how I raise my kid. And that doesn't seem right at all. You no. know, I don't really know how that works once you blend a family together, you know? So this is what we do. You know, if you've, I'm sure there's people that have been in this spot and it's gotta be tough. So call us eight, eight, eight Kramer eight and let us know when you blended your families, how did that work out with, if you both brought children into the situation, mm-hmm. like what, what was the rules? How did you guys even come up with that? And did you feel comfortable with like the way it was? Right. So mm-hmm. 888-Kramer8, call us, text us. We'll talk about it over on the certified fans page too. All right, mom. I love you. That's it mm. for you today. Love you forever, honey. Thank you, by the way, to everyone that's tried care of so far. They've been, 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 been on with us for a long time. And I'm really thankful for you guys for checking them out because it is a really great service. I know that, Supplements. Everybody wants to like you know to be healthy, take the right supplements and powders, and and uh, you may not be one or may not know which ones are right for your body. And sometimes it just it seems too inconvenient to run a Target just to go pick up your vitamin D or whatever, right? So that's where Care of comes in. What they do is they ship high quality personalized vitamin supplements and powders conveniently to your door every single month. How this works is you just you basically go on, you take this short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals for a personalized doctor back recommendation, taking the guesswork out of your supplements and knowing which ones are best for you. Then every single month they send you these plant-based, I call them envelopes, they're not really envelopes. Um they call them vitamin packs and you rip them off and inside is the exact supplements that you've chosen that are right for your body. Basically, doctors like, here's what I think you need. You go through, you can change it up, you can add, you can subtract, do what you want. And then those, those individual, so let's say, let's say you pick five, right? Every day you'll get 30 or whatever of the pouches, the vitamin packs 
with those supplements in there. So you don't have all these vitamin bottles laying around. You have to like, did I take this? Did I not take this? It's all done for you. It's so convenient. And if you travel too, you can just toss them in your bag and you're good to go. I really, I've, I've been a fan of, and I know some of you guys have been too. It's uh, it's Care Of, and I want you to go check it out. 50% off your first Care Of order. Go to TakeCareOf.com. Enter the code Kramer50, Kramer50, Kramer50 at TakeCareOf.com to get 50% off your first order. We have a, a tradition on the radio show. I don't know if you listen to the radio show or not, but uh, this th- thing we do on Thursday, it might be fun to do here at the end of the podcast too, which is... You got one more sleep. We always just say there's one more sleep till Friday. And then we do this little chant. I don't even know why we started this. We just did it one time and now we just do it every Thursday. It just goes like this. It goes one more sleep, 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 one more sleep. And we just celebrate the fact that we got one more to go, man. One more. You can do it. Thank you for listening to Certified Mama's Boy. Thank you to all of our certified fans. And I'll see you tomorrow with Jimmy Mack. We have some really good news, by the way, too. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.